Hey, you guys. It's me, Wendy, from before. If you want to spend more time with me and goons, come on over to our Patreon, where you can hang out with us on Discord, read our super secret backstories, watch behind-the-scenes stuff, and hear Goon Talk, our Patreon-exclusive talk show podcast. Me and Tally Ho will meet you there. And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Shit dice roll. Oh, no. A natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Kablowdy. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. Their high-end, stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day save thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. Do you want any help getting up on the stool, Winnie? No, I'm good, thank you, Ismark. I'll take my usual... A cup of grape juice for young Winslet. Right, coming right up. What troubles you, little one? I just haven't sent Irina a message in a little bit. And I'm feeling worried. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that she's safe, and there's no doubt in my mind that you'll get her home safe. What was Irina like when she was my age? Your age? Well, how old are you? I'm like 11 and three quarters. Oh, 11 and three quarters. Hmm, let me think. Well, um, honestly, Winnie, she was a bit like you. Sort of precocious, unafraid to speak her mind, a strong sense of what's right. I, I, I remember she used to love to climb things. I love to climb things. Well, yes, see, there you go. It's funny, um... You know, my father always used to tell her, our father, always used to say, be more like Ismark, be more like your brother, follow your brother's example. And she would say, I can't be like Ismark. He's afraid and I am not. Hey, Dungeoneers, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Stradcast. If you've been enjoying what we do on any of the podcasting platforms, be sure to leave us a review. It really helps us out and gives us advantage on our wisdom saving throws against the almighty algorithm. Now that our Call of Cthulhu mini campaign, Madness and Mercy, has come to its thrilling conclusion, you can binge all the episodes on our YouTube channel today. When last we left our heroes, they went for tea at the Mad Mage's magnificent mansion. Calmed from his proboscidian rage, he talked lamentably to our heroes about his coming to Barovia, his defeat by Strahd, and his self-imposed isolation in the mountains. He also gladly handed over the focusing lens to young Winnie, who dubbed the mage Charlie, a name he fondly adopted. Their business complete, the party departed the mansion, 
Drogar lingering behind to receive a few surprising words of wisdom from Charlie. With the focusing lens in hand, what will the party choose to do? Accept Dimitri's offer of power or return it to the people of Barovia? Find out now on the Stradcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. So then, uh, we stand again on the mountainside, Mm -hmm. the uh, door to the mystical mansion closing behind you uh, and vanishing from the mountainside, leaving you again uh, out on the cold, chilly mountainside. And uh, the time is yours. Time is ours. So Jorgar kind of walks out, you know, being the last one to leave, kind of like closes the door and goes, Well? I suppose we should leave him to his rest. We got what we needed. Indeed. We'll go over to Dimitri and see how he's doing over there. Uh, are you just looking at him? Or are you trying to? Are you do? Are you trying to insight or something? I feel I have a vague memory that I did this last time. I'll insight him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, what was Campbell gonna do? No, I actually think I rolled insight on him last I game at the did. end of the game. Uh, that's an eighteen. Uh, eighteen. I'm sorry, I misspoke. That is a dirty 20. It's a plus six, not a plus four. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! As you uh, catch up with the party Jorgar leaving the uh, mystical mansion behind, um, you make your way out and he's just sort of standing off a ways from the rest of the group, the wind whipping around him, his cloak billowing in the breeze. And he just kind of is, you know, hair fluttering. We get it. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's just sort of. Is anybody else getting I can't do anything about this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just sort of sta- staring wistfully off into the distance. And uh, I don't know. He seems just a little shook up. Trogar will approach. He doesn't say anything. You know your hair looks great in this wig. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) My mother always said the wind agreed with me. You know, Dimitri, sometimes the fates throw throw a wrench in our plans. Sometimes that which we plan for, well, you know what they say. Mortals make plans and the gods laugh. I don't know that the gods think much of anything about this place. It seems to be abandoned by them. Well, I certainly do agree with you to an extent. There is a, a barrier, at least keeping them from here. 
So Jorgar um, is standing next to him, and he's looking out over the over the the. I, like I foresee, like we can see kind of the forest below, but you can see everything. But, uh, you can see, so yeah, you see the whole valley spread out before but you. It's, it's white capped and windy, though, right? Like we yeah. are, like on the mountain. But you can, it's as you look down into the valley, you see the blanket of fog that kind of looms over it. You're up above it, and yeah. you know there's the, the fog that obscures the sky. But right. you can look down into the, and like you can just see, like maybe you know the tallest towers of. Uh, uh, of Velaki far off in the distance. And way across on the south end of the valley, you can see the Mount Gacchus rising up uh, on the other side, the, yeah. the Barovia being the valley between these two mountains. You know, it is an important lesson to learn that sometimes there is wisdom in numbers. There was a time where I thought like the Mad Mage where I thought that I was all-knowing, <laughs> incredibly powerful in my own right. What you're offering is your aid in defeating the devil, yes? I offer you me, all of me, and my companions. But if your point is the numbers is what is, requ is, what is required, why not have numbers and power? I can share this ritual with all of you. And maybe one, maybe one man couldn't do it. I see, yes. The point could not come at a more frustrating time. Yes, but I see. But we would not be one. We would be all of us. I mean, if it is true that you have come here to do this thing, to save this place, to fight this demon, we have. Then we can do it still together, but still strong. My boy, I admire your enthusiasm. It's not enthusiasm, it's desperation. I can't watch more of my family die. A slow death by a thousand cuts as that monster sits and drinks the blood from this very land. I can't look at it anymore. I can't watch it anymore. I won't. Nor would I have you. But I ask you, Dimitri, what would your family do should you fall? Let us say, let us say that you and I and Artemis and Winnie and Callister and Kaz absorbed this power. For we have seen its might. I do not, I do not doubt its power. But say we fail. Say that we overestimate our bounds based on this crystal, and we fall. Then they are just as they are now, aren't they? Hmm. I fear, my dear friend, they would be worse. They've already had to try. They've already tried to kill me once. They won't miss me. You know, Dimitri, I spoke with your father before I came to see you. Mm -hmm. And you will never know the feeling until you have a child of your own. To see a heart big and a grown man. There was a battle that waged inside of him. A battle in which he had to fight the will of his own father. And I tell you, my friend, it is destroying him. Well, that's true. Why hasn't he come out here to try to find me? 
What's funny? Well, do you really think your father would be fast enough to outrun that thing we found in the forest? Well, he can fly, so, yeah. But would you have put him at risk? <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't think about that. That is a good point. <laughs> Look, I appreciate what you're trying to do. No, why didn't we bring him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the, I'm in the, I feel like from where I am, I'm kind of like I'm with Pasha and I'm kind of watching you guys. And I can see I can see what it looks like to be at a like a standstill or like mm-hmm. a standoff. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. start jogging over. I'm gonna start jogging over. Okay. You just just entering the scene. Uh huh. Okay. I know. I'm standing just like looking at you two at you guys. I stood across from him as I stand across from you now, Dimitri. Mm-hmm. In that humble kitchen in the blue water. Your father loves you very much. <laughs> Though you may not believe it. Although truly it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. I saw it with my own eyes. He's just sorry for himself. What would you have me do, Drogar? Give this thing back? Throw away the last ten years of work that I've worked, that I've devoted my life to? So these... So these people can have a drink? Do you know it's not just that? No, so these people can have hope. They can have hope when the devil is finally dead. That's what I'm trying to do. No, but let man. us Let us perhaps focus on the more important task at hand. You have been researching where the book is. Yes? Yes. I think the gem would help the people. And while we are building their numbers, while we are mustering their morale, you and I... And all of us can find that book. Listen, I don't really know, I don't know much about strategizing, and I don't really know much about war and, like, numbers and building armies and stuff, and I really, really kind of hate it. This is what I was thinking. And we talked about this before. But if we, we're, we're here because we're trying to make this place better, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's what you've been doing for the past ten years. That's what we're here for now. We need to make it better right now, just in case we die. We need to make it better right now. We might die, or we might end up like Charlie. So we have to make it better right now. We can't put all of our eggs in in our own basket. Then we just have a lot of eggs, and we're going to break them on the way. That's a very good point. We would break all we the eggs. We would break all of the eggs. We're up and down mountains. Calcer wanders over. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Look, Mike, I don't think I can convince you of anything. If anything, I think you need us. And right now, there's only Artemis who actually wants to use this gem along with you. So, why do we... That's not what I said. <laughs> so, so... Why don't we figure out our next steps? We don't have to answer this gem question right away. Well, just as we're trying to convince you, I think you have some convincing to do of your own if you want your way with it. Why don't we go back to your house? 
It has been a very long day. So all of you are set on taking the gem back? We are set on working together. Okay, well, well, before we left your house, I said that we're only gonna go with you if you're open to changing your mind. Remember that? Has this changed your mind at all? Or even made you wonder a little bit? I don't know. I can this see your all, face! None of, none of this is how I thought it would be. I, it's okay to change your mind. And it's okay to change your mind after you have thought one thing for like 10 years. It is okay to discover new truths, my friend. Uh, everybody who, uh, does anybody else want to say anything? Does anybody else want to say anything also? Well, I'm still off to the side or something, right? Well, it's whatever you want to do. Well, so I imagine right now, Sasha, I'm refereeing a wrestling match between <laughs> Sasha and Pasha. So you need so, them to roll damage. Yeah, well, no, they're, it's, you know, they're not going for damage, but like, you know, Pasha might have gotten a pin on Sasha, and I'm like, Sasha, you're getting slow, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Better keep training. So I'm just off, off to the side hanging out. Okay. <laughs> Can't say anything. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, so she did kind of mention this last time, but I think she would just reiterate. Um, I've seen power be seized from the leadership of a tribe. And I've seen it attempted unsuccessfully. The more people you have on your side, the more likely you are to succeed. Because... If you need to ask someone for help, the lowliest, most unexpected person on the street, if they think you're going to fail, then they will do what Strahd would want, no matter how much they hate him, because they fear him. If we can make everyone fear him a little less, then I think they'll, they will join our side. Okay. Everyone who spoke to him, give me a persuasion roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we playing Dungeons and Dragons or Craps? Because if Craps, great. I got a seven. <laughs> seven? Yep. Okay, Dan? 26. Holy shit. Persuasion? Mm-hmm. Dang. Plus eight. Wow. <laughs> Dan just came up and said one thing and was like... <laughs> I said more than one thing. <laughs> okay? I said this isn't just us trying to make you do something. You also need to try to make us do something. We all say shit. Dimitri's like, oh, I don't know. Dan I'm, walks oh, up and you says, just do you're an idiot. And he goes, you're right. I did, I've been had that. Right, okay, great. <clears throat> Five. Ooh. Dan coming up big. 16. Ooh. Jessica. <laughs> Pisses me off. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, it's all damn. <laughs> These words are thick. <laughs> Thicker than a snicker. Skinnier teeth. Okay. Uh, 
So he uh, looks around at each of you, he reaches into his cloak, and he brings out the focusing crystal. And he looks it over in his hand, and he, he uh, mulls it over in his hand for a minute. And uh, for a minute, you, see, you can see the gears spinning in your head, and you can almost see the impulse to just take off, take in a, turn into a bird and take off. You can see that instinct kick in, but he overcomes it. And he hands the focusing crystal to you, Drogar. Drogar takes it. Fine. We do it your way, heroes. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Drogar takes the crystal and kind of just puts it into his, you know, kind of into his, like there's a pouch in his armor and he just kind of puts it in there and... Calister puts a hand out. He takes it. And, and then Calister holds onto his hand. And Drogar puts oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, now, Mike, this doesn't mean we're not still going for the whole gambit. We're going to take that bastard down. We're going to raid that castle. But we're also going to give these folks a drink. I suppose... I just want to put an arrow in his heart. I suppose it doesn't matter if it's from a bow or a crossbow or just throwing it really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. And we are with you, my friend. Well. Do you want to come back with us to Velaki? They could use your help. We could also split the difference. You don't have to go into the city. I don't know if I'm quite ready for that yet. Well, when you are, if you are, I'm sure your father would love to see you. Well, I'm not so sure, but you seem convinced. As convinced as I've ever been. Well, I know Brahmin Bray would love to see you. That's what uh. Never met them, actually, so I'm not convinced either. <laughs> They're really fun. I'm sure. Well, As well. I said, we can split the difference. You don't have to go into the city. Well, let's get out of this cold one way or another, yes? I think that is a wonderful idea. Yeah. I have a crazy question, DM. Mm-hmm. My Dungeons & Dragons brain is firing. All right, what do you got? Um, so... After everything that I've said to him back at this place and back here, this is so weird. But, like, just because I rolled a five, is there any re- Can I tell if if the things that I'm saying in particular are not going through to him? Like, is there any reason why he doesn't trust me in particular or isn't listening to me? Hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. No, I, I, uh... That wasn't my intention. No, I'm just I'm just saying just because the argument are effective. Well, just I'm I'm like role playing out like all the things that I said to him and then still just getting a five is like, is it does it seem like he's not listening to me or he's not taking me seriously? Oh, does that make sense? Uh, yeah, that does make sense. Um, in this specific instance, don't worry about it. But, I mean, if you want to puzzle that out for you, 
It's fine, I'm just mad. <laughs> you can ask him. No, I'm not. I'm just gonna run away. I'm gonna go watch the Pasha Sasha fight. So it's when he comes running for up. A peek, just for a peek behind the screen that this persuasion was cumulative. Yeah, I, under, I wow. totally understand. I, 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 I feel like I understand all the steps of what happened. I'm just like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. Yeah, you want to match Winnie's the just, dice roll to what I, happens I in am the just world. mad I get it. for Winnie. I get it. That's it. I get it. So it's when he comes running. Mm -hmm. But I'm still like, I'm like I don't say anything. Like, how much of that like, is misogyny? Well, I am. <laughs> this is old Campbell. Um, because <laughs> Cal's a man that he got a 26. I'm actually, but I am like, I am looking up at all the grown-ups like shaking hands and talking about war yeah. and stuff, and I'm and I'm pissed. Like, and I just, like, all, actually all of this talk of, like, we're going to get numbers together. We're going to, like, go in there. We're going to take them out. It's starting to make me really uncomfortable. And I do, like, I watch this for a second, and then I just turn and run away. Okay. I think Drogar clocks this, but, but he, like, he, I think, like, I think he sees her run off, but he doesn't, he doesn't, like, see it as a major problem. He just, see, like, he just sees it as, like, kid-like behavior in that moment. So, Callister... Clocks Drogar clocking. <laughs> <laughs> and then he rides that clock to Winnie. And then we all turn into clocks. <laughs> <laughs> and and Callister walks after Winnie. <clears throat> and he goes, and he goes, um, uh, and he keeps his voice down because he doesn't want Dimitri to hear him. He goes, I think we got the result we wanted, but something yeah. doesn't seem to be sitting around with you, love. I just, I don't think. I don't really know what it is. I'm just like, it just feels like maybe I'm talking about something that nobody else is talking about sometimes. Like, I don't know. He's just like, okay, we'll do it your way. And it's like, what? It's so much more than that. It's not just like we're picking his way or our way. So, if you have, if you have the energy left, if you have the energy left, could you try one more time to say what you were talking about? I don't know. I really already said all the things that I meant. It just seems like he's not ready to hear. And, okay, that makes sense. He's been alone for a really long time. He's been sitting, thinking all of these same thoughts for 10 years, which is like my whole life. He's been sitting thinking the same thoughts for my whole life. Well, well I'll be honest, Winnie. I'm not here for him. I, I want to know what you have to say if you feel overlooked. Like you, I'm, I'm offering you two ears. You don't have to take them, but they're here. Thanks. You can also take them later. I'll take them later. All right. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for Cal asking. Cowser puts out a pinky. I don't put that on my pinky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you still have your little uh, warding? Bomb? I wouldn't have take, taken it off. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be super charmed by that and give you a little pinky. All right. We'll talk soon, love. Okay. 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 And you make your way over. Uh, Artemis, did you have something you wanted to say? Uh, no. So uh, then. I imagine 
I'd break up the wrestling match and, see, <laughs> and uh, see everyone kind of starting to disperse. And I'll walk over and I'll be like, hey, did we miss something? But to the group at all? Yeah. Dimitri has agreed to give us the gym. Very good, Dimitri. It's a little bit more than I was expecting from you. Well, happy to surprise. Town you head down the mountainside, back making your way back to Dimitri's tower. Um, Roll uh, for three-headed trolls. Uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Nah. Roll for Bartok, magnificent. No, 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 I'm, I'm ready this time. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? <laughs> also, have we uh? <laughs> Have we actually leveled up yet, or are we no, waiting well, for yeah, our so rest? No, technically, technically, you don't get your new stuff until you finish the long rest. Okay, okay, so. Oh, that's, that's why you asked me if I just put it in Persuasion. Yes. Now that's been sitting there nice and healthy. Delicious. <laughs> oh, wait a second. All right. Uh, uh, okay, great. So, uh, you make your way back down the mountainside uh, with uh, little to no fanfare, and arrive back Back in the valley safely at Dimitri's tower. Uh, what would you like to do? What you gonna do, Dimitri? You gonna stay here? Well, I don't know, honestly. Um, I've been working towards this my whole life, so now that it's over... <laughs> well, we're just getting started, right? I know, just not for the trip. I would like to pick your brain about this book that you've been searching for. Yeah, we could talk. I do think that the, that is a valuable weapon against the Dark Lord. What is you, all of your next plan? Oh my gosh. Well, actually, maybe can we stay tonight at your house while we figure that out? Sure. Yeah, what? this is... What time is it? Uh, it would probably be pretty late at this point. Uh, yeah, actually, by the time you get back, it's probably dark. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys want to stay here? That sounds like a wonderful idea. Okay. Yeah, um... <clears throat> This is the point in our journey where we usually huddle up and, and start deciding what our next moves are. We have a couple options. Mm -hmm. It usually takes a while. Mm -hmm. It's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. We like to call it a goon moot. <laughs> <laughs> and I usually want to go find a sneak and a peek. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good move. That doesn't sound dirty. <laughs> well, don't make it weird, Jeremy. Come in then. I, I, will, I will fix us some tea. You can have the gem and you can puzzle your next steps. Right, but the reason I bring this up to you specifically is if you would like to join our next goon moot, it's, it's like a goon meet, but we replace the two E's with O's. Um, if you'd like to join the next one and think of what to do next with us, we'd be more than happy to have your input. Well, I'll, uh, I'll be a raven on the wall. Oh. Chirp if I hear anything pertinent. Oh, we have Very a nice. jug that we can fill with um, whatever you want. And at that, Artemis pulls out and goes, Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Takes a big old drink and hands it over. <laughs> what is this? Take a sip, it'll give you whatever you want, but right now it's got some ale in it. And he uh, tips it back, and as he does, he takes a big gulp, not quite prepared for what he's about to ingest. And he goes, <laughs> Poisoned bread water, what is it? <laughs> and he takes it from you and he goes, Ah, this is something that we have back from where we come from. We call it ale. 
Ugh. <laughs> why would you? Water. Why would you drink such toxins when wine exists? Just you give know? it a few chances. It'll. <laughs> it'll work. <laughs> it'll Do you know improve. what? I think that I will have Dmitri's share. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It is low. Such a great idea. What are you? Oh my <laughs> god! You, you can't keep feeding the eleven-year-old kids. We're gonna get canceled. Well, now, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Ale is. What percentage ale are we talking about? It's very about? It's It doesn't low. matter. The if there's a percentage, it's a problem. If you, if you give it to me, I'm gonna take a sip of it and Just try and look sip. really cool. But I am so small that. I, and I just can't lift it very far. Like, I only yeah. get a beer mustache yeah. and drink air, and I go, mmm. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like Dad giving you a sip of his beer when you're, you know. I'd like to. Can I roll insight and see if I catch that from Winnie? <laughs> yeah, do perception. You make do drink. perception. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, that's, that's a ten. Are you trying to conceal, Winnie? I'm trying to make it look like I got right, a good goal. Roll, uh, roll a, a, a deception. I'm not very deceptive. Oh, that's okay though. <laughs> uh, Fourteen. As far as you can tell, Winnie's getting hammered. <laughs> but I act just the same. I'm gonna take the jug from Winnie, and I'm just gonna give her a little shake of my head and be like, "I think this is for the the." Older people, and then I'm gonna look at Rogar for the older people, and then I'm gonna take a base, <laughs> and then I'll hand it to whoever wants it next. So we all head inside up to the top of Dimitri's tower. Montage uh, of putting on chairs. Remember that whole thing about like Drogar being a good dad? Like, <laughs> theoretically? Yeah. yeah. It's been alive too long. Yeah. Uh, Back when I was a child. Yeah. You can also breathe fire, so that's... Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you make your way inside. Dimitri fixes tea for everybody, and you're sat down uh, a fire comfortably uh, uh, crackling in his in the, uh, the uh, fireplace built into the side of the tower. The time is yours. I think that perhaps, friends, we should address the elephant in the room. Next, we head back to Velaki. Something will have to be done about the Baron. He's oh, lost his mind. Boy. Okay, but based on what we found out at Lady Walker's house, I, I think he's right. I think Lady Walker is messing with his mind. I agree with you, Winnie. My only concern is... <sighs> the man seems so far mad. I worry that if we handle Lady Walker... He might just become paranoid about something or other. Well, I don't. We can't do that really either because we were going to wait until um, her next like club meeting. Right. And that's still a ways off. That's still like a week and a half off or something like that. So it was two way weeks. Way. Uh, it's been now since I don't know. It's been like since thirty we were in hours. Velocity, it's, been well, it's been like days. two days. Yeah. So we still got some time before we deal with Lady Walker. So. With that time, what do we want to do with that time? Well, I definitely think we should get the gem. Do oh god, I'm so scared of this witch, you guys. I had a really bad feeling about this witch. Well, not not Baba Lizaga. Yeah. Yes. What do you know about this lady? Did I already ask you? She's no fan of my family. Oh, why not? Why not? 
I don't know. She's got... She has this sickly obsession with Strahd. I don't know what it is. But she knows my people. She knows my family. She knows we oppose him. And she takes every chance she can to clip our wings, so to speak. If you're going into the ruins of Berez, I would be very careful. What do you know about it in all of your scouting that you've done? Not much. It's dangerous to go there. As far as I know, it was destroyed in a landslide years ago. Is it anywhere near where we are now? No, it's much farther to the south, at the foot of Mount Garkis. The ruins of Berez. Before the landslide, what were they? Well, it was another city, just like you'd find Barovia, Valaki, much the same. It thrived? Yes, one of the biggest cities in the village, in the valley. Did Strauss cause the landslide? I don't know. So the stories go, it was destroyed in a landslide, that's all I know. I don't know if he can make landslides or not, but it doesn't seem... <laughs> He's done far crazier. So are we to understand that Bablazaga is indeed in league with Strahd? Whether they are allies, I don't know. What I know is that she's not willing to do any of his enemies any favors. Hmm. Was she... What do you know about, like, she's a... Is she like a normal lady? Or she's like There's a nothing creature? nothing normal about that witch, no. Have you ever seen her? If I had seen her, I probably wouldn't be here now. Well, that doesn't make me feel very good. <laughs> that does bring cause for alarm. Well, what do you mean most by Most things that Barovia do. Indeed. But you would not be here now. What, does she disintegrate all those she sees? Take a trip down there, you'll see. Well, what did you just say? I don't, how do she takes my family members, sicks her scarecrows on them, and strings them up like Christmas lights. Is that better? Well, that's like some serious information, man. Scarecrows? Don't trust anything down there. It seems that there's dark magic afoot. Has this ever happened to you? Ah, oh, my organs. Sounds like you need a dice trick. Our sponsor, C4 Labs, is the place to get TTRPG accessories for any type of gamer. From dice towers to trays, coasters to computer cases, C4 Labs has what you need. Check out these testimonials from actual goons. As a Valentine's baby, I got the love of my dice, Valentine's Dice Tray. Now life really is like a box of chocolates, and I always know what I'm gonna get. It's dice! <laughs> As a man who knows his wood, their walnut-top drink coasters with built-in dice holders drives me wall nuts! But that's not all. For added spooky fun, C4 Labs also has a plethora of Call of Cthulhu-themed accessories. Here's K, our resident keeper of arcane lore, to tell you all about it. I got the Cthulhu dice tray with matching dice tower. They whisper the secrets of the universe to me while I sleep. So head on over to c4labs.com today and use our special coupon code GOON15 at checkout for a 15% discount code. <laughs> <laughs> He's got on your order. Bro, G-O-O-N-15 for 15% off your order. C4 Labs, quality craftsmanship for quality gameplay. So other than animating <clears throat> scarecrows, do you know anything else about the way she likes to attack? Any favorite elements? She's or? a witch. She uses magic. So they say she flies around in some sort of floating skull. I don't know. What? 
Callister's been in, in leaning in a corner, just <clears throat> listening, and he and he walks over to the group, and he goes, <clears throat> "It seems like our searching for information is also digging up some trauma for our new friend. So why don't we let that information come as it comes?" And he's, I don't correct me if I'm wrong, Dimitri, but this doesn't seem like a conversation you really want to have right now. I'm sorry, you're a guest. I, I do not mean to be short-tempered. It's just... It's a battle I've raged. I have fought all my life. It is uh, not pleasant to discuss. Listen, friend. My family in my town isn't something I'd be wanting to talk about either. So I understand. And me personally, I'm not going to force your hand here. But if you have anything that can be helpful, then more than... Happy to listen and take what you say seriously. Forgive us, we are strangers in these lands, and sometimes I know I, for one, overstep my boundaries when attempting to seek information. Eddie's okay. My apologies again. She's a witch, a spellcaster. She commands all the dark powers this cursed valley can muster. She has an army of scarecrows which patrol her borders, the borders of her swamp. Uh, and beyond her, there are things in those mists. What for sure I can't say, but if you intend to go there, I urge caution. Fine. We heard from somebody sometime along the way. Did we hear this as characters? Did she's one of the two ladies that raised him, Strahd? Yeah, we did hear we that. We heard that characters. from somebody. Yeah. Who yeah. was that? We heard that maybe from Davian? I don't remember exactly who told you that. But yeah, basically. Oh, shit. Yeah, sinister servant of Strahd, a witch who lives in the ruins of Berez at the foot of Mount Gurkis? Gakis. Gakis! <laughs> one of two women who birthed and raised him. Indoctrinated him with demonic dark magic is what I have written down. Oh wow! I th I have done. Ah, have... well then yes, you got the whole story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was the one who uh, taught him to be a spellcaster, uh, and she was essentially like his like his. She was essentially like Queen Ravenovia's wet nurse, basically. Ooh. So he, he, I mean, yeah, he was the the. She was Strahd's nurse, basically. Okay, so so if I I think I would just say that by being like. We heard that, like, from Davian, that this is, like, his mom. Yes. Right? Indeed we did. Jurgar has an epiphany. Dimitri. Hmm? Is it not possible that perhaps Babalazaga has the book? It's not impossible. I don't think it's the most likely place in the valley for it. I think that would be the Abbey in Kresk. That's the most likely, you think? Yes. Though, uh, whether it still remains there and whether the new abbot in charge of the place knows about it, I can't say for sure. Fair enough. And the book was Strahd's, right? Like, that's his, that's his, like... Yeah, Dimitri said, basically, uh, 
it's ba- it's a to- it's the, the the tomb of Strahd. It's basically his journal. Okay. Uh, I was about to say diary. I was like, that's like Strahd's diary, diary right? Yeah. I hate everyone. Yeah. yeah. And he figures. I hate sunshine. Yeah. No they, more. He figures that like if there's a way, if if, if, if Strahd has some weakness, <laughs> I met the most beautiful girl be today. Oh, oh, my God. No. <laughs> I'm gonna kidnap her later. Why won't she pay attention to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is a lot to think about. Can we quickly recap what our options are? So it's. Well, I think we need to do list. I think we should take yeah. a hard long rest because I think that there is a, as well as it being a mechanic reset, I think that there is also something poetic in starting a new day and starting a new journey. If that if that makes sense, a new mission, a new priority. So I think that with what with everything that's going on, we should finish out this day. If we have any more questions for anybody or doing anything, take us like there, that. Drogar. Take us into the night. Yeah. So I think Drogar goes. Well, I don't know about you lot, but these old bones are ready for a nap. <laughs> Looks like Kaz beat you to it. Kaz. <laughs> Dimitri, I thank you again for your patronage. Uh, whatever hospitality I can offer, it's yours to take advantage of. Uh, Callister's just observing the room, and he's and he's watching Dimitri, and he's going to roll an insight check. Mm-hmm. He wants to see... He knows Dimitri doesn't want to go back to the city because he's doesn't want to like deal with his family or dad or what um, all that drama mm-hmm. but he, he wants to see if there's a part of him that actually does want to be like reconnected with his family so he's going to roll insight sure go for it this will be it yeah okay it's going to be hard from a glance uh it's a 14 i don't know man um <laughs> <laughs> Just taking into account everything that all the interactions you've had with him so far, it's hard to say exactly. You can tell the feelings he has towards his family mm-hmm. are complicated, but you wager, you know, like who doesn't want to be loved right. by their parents? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, we're, are we in the room with his table and the map and all that stuff? Is yeah. that where we are? Mm-hmm. So then, so then, Calister's like leaning on a wall. And, like in a shadow, even though he's like perfectly visible, this is just where he's comfortable. <laughs> and uh, he looks over to that table, and he does a little flip of his wrist, and the mage hand sweeps across the ground, goes to the table, and then pulls out that little drawing he drew. Okay. And puts it dead center on the map table. It's, it's folded up, mm-hmm. like you can't. See, but he puts it dead center. On the map okay. Table. Yeah. So just in the course of the night, uh, <clears throat> at one point or other, he. He heads over there and carries it. There's a lot of scattered paper on his desk, but he picks it up and unfolds it. What did you say it was? <clears throat> um, it is a sketch of Donica, Brom, mm-hmm. and Bray. How they how they look now. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So at some point over the, the as people are winding down, he. Picks it up and, and, and you see him look at it. Do you say anything or do anything else? Um, I'm just going to be available. That's it. Okay. Like I'm I'm going to be st- I'm going to be studying my uh, 
notes from Papa Drogar. Yeah. Um, and for once, my body language is just open while I'm studying. Alistair, would you like a hand with the book? Absolutely. Right. Um, so, Trevor, I'll go ahead and put some time toward toward that with him for Drogar um, hours. And, and I and I'm I'm assessing Drogar. Um, try and I want to I want to know how exhausted. I'm I'm just trying to see how if how exhausted he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he's guarded. I, th- I think you see that he's like. I think you see that he's. He's like. It, it, it's like we do. Mm-hmm. He's like putting off the exhaustion. He's like, mm-hmm. all right, there's there's something else I got to do. Okay, here we go. Let's do let's let's do this extra thing that we we got to get done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But he's but he doesn't. I don't think that he sees it as a chore. I think he mm-hmm. sees it as like. It's just something. It's something that has to get done. So we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and especially because it's gonna better you in the end. So. But yeah, he's exhausted. So, um, <clears throat> Kalser clocks that, uh, and he doesn't speak of the exhaustion, but, but, um, he, he goes, uh, uh, spell work in a quick mind isn't my, uh, area of expertise. So this would have taken me much longer without your aid. I let you in on a little secret. It uh, took me a very long time. <laughs> there are still simple incantations that I fumble. <laughs> well, <clears throat> maybe we can move on to those next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this, uh, this spare the die. Yes. I'm, I'm getting the hang of it. Yes. <clears throat> the one thing I can't seem to get right, though, is... Uh, when I try on smaller creatures, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm pushing too hard, and I can I can tell the thing wants to come back and return. Right. But but I feel like I'm getting in the way by how much I want to make it happen. Any insights? Yes. Sparing the dying is exactly as the phrase is. It is not resurrection. Hmm. It is not saving the dying. Hmm. It is sparing them. I think your drive and your urge is Due to the fact that you still wish to save them, as do I, my friend. Sometimes the most important save that we can give is to spare them. That is the harsh truth that I have come to realize. That is the small gift I hope to give you. There is some... There is some solace in it.
I have been told that there is a peace in death, a stillness. I sometimes wonder what it would feel like. So Callister's just been listening, and and he starts to get like very alarmed, yeah. and he kind of, he kind of, he kind of sits on it, but like his like antennae are going up, yeah, and he's and he's thinking about the death save. He he's thinking about Drogar um, giving up a giving really putting his life on the line for Winnie. He's thinking about. Save the cat. <laughs> He's thinking about all these things. Um, uh, with how hard Jogar pushes, all the opportunities he puts in front of himself to just lie down. And um, Calster isn't old enough or wise enough to know how to handle that. So instead, he just puts a hand on Jogar's shoulder. <laughs> he puts hand on the yeah. on shoulder. Well, are are we standing? Or are we are we I'm, sitting? I'm picturing that I'm sitting. I'm, yeah. I'm picturing that I'm sitting. Yeah. And I think I think I think Drogar, I think Drogar would would also take that opportunity mm-hmm. to rest himself. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're like sitting down, he's. I think he's gonna be like, all right, and like you know, he takes off his shield, mm-hmm. and he undoes the chainmail, and um, yeah. So yeah, I think that, but I think that like when we're sitting. I don't. I don't think it's that exaggerated. I think. Mm-hmm. I think his legs, the bowing of his legs, mm-hmm. adds a lot of height. Um, so I, th- I do. I think it's more of just a. Oh, so we're peers here. I do. I do. Throw so. legs. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but so then. They're chicken bones. <laughs> so 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 Callister uh, just puts a hand on Drogar's shoulder. Yeah. Um, and he and he says. Um, he says, uh, you know, I've been, I've been getting pretty exhausted myself. <sighs> and, um, uh, I don't, I don't know, Mike. It's, it seems like the light has such a drive to make things happen. <laughs> and that people, buildings, cities, everything just gets ground into the dust to make it happen. <sighs> And I see it happening to you, happening to me. But you know, it also does a lot of sparing, right? Uh, back in does. my hometown. Yes. Um, <clears throat> when I was 13, I-, I had no idea what I was, that I was an ASMR. Oh. Uh, and I accidentally did healing hands on a bird on my front door. Mm. And my mom saw. And what she did was uh, she told some folks about it. Thought it was something valuable. And I ended up in a really dark situation. And the lot found me and it saved me. But it's been running me in the ground ever since. <sighs> And I, I get my rest in the shadows, mate. Yes. I hide. <laughs> I, I, I go to the rooftops. I make sure I get out of the way. So just make sure you find 
your peace from the lot. You know, Callister, there's something about this place. It just... And you can see he's, like, breathing like he's exhausted. It's like... It's allowed my age to catch up to me. I think the light is such a powerful energy. And when it flows through us evenly, there is nothing we can't handle and nothing mm. we can't do. Mm. But in a realm such as this, mm. I would imagine this is what it must feel like to be in the Nine Hells, devoid of all light. No rejuvenation. Look, I saw you bring Winnie back from the brink. <laughs> Alright. Some strange madman in the shape of an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Almost took our little girl out. <laughs> but you did some rejuvenating. Mm. You know? I mean, if the lot's not here, me, you, and Winnie wouldn't be here. We might not have that connection with it that we normally have. <laughs> but I think it's here. It is thin. But it is here. I find it interesting, Callister, that you find rejuvenation in the darkness. I also say a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is interesting that <laughs> there is a balance, isn't there? Mm -hmm. For we must acknowledge the darkness, otherwise the light has no foothold. It is certainly something to think on. But it does explain why you are so adept to the darkness and also welcome the light. It is a balance I have not seen. Yeah, sometimes I can't tell if I'm complicated or a fool, but it seems to be uh, working all right. Well, the light chose you for a reason, my friend. I will admit your practices are somewhat unorthodox, but they do seem sanctioned. Callister's going to go in his pocket, <clears throat> and he's going to pull, pull out Fortuel, and he's going to oh. lay it on the ground, uh, and he goes, um, you talk a lot about Valandriel? Is is that it? Philandro, yes. Have you ever seen anything like this? He nudges it over to Drogar. Drogar picks it up. Mm -hmm. Can I do an insight? Can I do a, or what, what would you say would be DM? Arcana? Do a religion. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... Or... <laughs> <laughs> this, this pose. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, point the, the toes. Yeah. Point the toes. Point the toes. <laughs> uh, the uh, do religion. Okay. 
Religion or religion? Can I can I aid him? Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's a D four, right? Oh, he gets to do it with advantage. Oh, advantage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, with advantage. Yeah, and so the way I, the way this aid is working okay. is, um, I, Callister doesn't share Fortuello's past with mm-hmm. many people, so I think what this advantage is is that me opening up and sharing this bit of light with another member of the light. I think Fortuell is in favor of it. I think mm. that's what the advantage is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, DM, that's a 15. What does he find out, Callister? <clears throat> um, so it looks like a, a, like a really, really old dagger. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost nondescript. And, and you would swear it's useless. But the blade um, isn't, it's not sharp. There's like cuts and ridges in it. Mm-hmm. But somehow it it's like more effective and balanced than it should be by the looks of it. Mm. And when you touch it, you feel it thrumming with, with radiant energy. It, it, would it seem like the, the, the nicks and the dullness of it is like, it's, it's like an illusion of it? Like, like it's an illusion that it's like not, you know, it's like, ne- like not, don't judge a book by its cover, so to speak, like. Yeah, I I think it's um I think like kind of like the Holy Grail, like the Carpenter's Cup, as opposed to like the lavish gold, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah. But then it, but then like when you pick it up, it's, it's like, actually like a really well balanced instrument. But yeah. it looks it looks like a piece of junk. Yeah. So I think Jorgar picks it up and he holds it in his hand and and he does that thing that people do with a blade and he and he holds out one scaly finger and it and it perfectly balanced. Perfect. Yeah, it's just <laughs> right between the hilt and the blade, and it's just. It just sits, and he holds it, and then he turns it over, and he looks at it, and you see his eyes kind of flare gold for a second, and he can, he can like feel the humming coming from it. He's like, like slightly attuning with it. He goes, ah, yes, this is a, this is an artifact of sorts, a holy symbol in its own right. I hear a name, Apollo. Yes? That's right. Yes. Well, it is magnificent. I take it back. I sheath it. And, um, I say, um, We'll, we'll have to discuss this with the group. But I think um, Dimitri's on to something with, with arming ourselves. He wants to do it through this gym. But I think if we can get your weapon of the light back, <sighs> if we can upgrade our arms, that might give us the strength we need to push further. I could not agree more with you. I think that... I think the Berserkers have offered us a very valuable gift. But it is only fair that I share my heritage with you as well, my friend. And he unsheathes Valandril. And in front of you, he holds it. So he hands you Valandril, and it looks like a... It looks like a 14th century Gothic, like a German phalanged mace head. 
and but there are three very distinct cracks in it where it looks like it was shattered at one point. Um, and so he, so he hands it to you. I'm trying to be in the moment. Fucking tissue box. I'm trying to be in the moment, I swear. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so do you, do you like attune with it the way that I was kind of like? Um, so I take it? Yeah. Um, and, uh, can you describe it for me? Like, what's, it, what's its weight? Is it? It's fucking solid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is a, Damn, boy. You Damn. would, <laughs> you would swear, it's almost like it's, it's almost like iron, but it's it, there's there's like a heft to it that's mm-hmm. more. It's like, it's it's like it's carrying things in it. It's like it's it's like it's a vessel of some sort. Mm. Um, I um. I, I try to flip it and hold it. Yeah. And as you hold it, the thrumming that I felt in your dagger, you feel this, this tiny, 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 but ever-burning, brilliant essence in the dead center of the head. And it's almost crying to be let out. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um... Kelsey goes, um, I see why those arms are so big, Mike. <laughs> and he, and he, um, he, he gives it a turn. Yeah. He gives it a swing. Um, and he goes, um, something this, uh, this solid, this thick, this obvious isn't the route I'd go, but, um, something about this feels rock. Yes. And... Then what Callister does is he feels that little bit of light inside and he uh, he gives it a little jump. <laughs> and what he does is uh, he, he cracks his neck side to side and then he starts to like let his Asimar energy out. Oh, cool. But instead of putting it on Fucking him, cool, man. He sends it into the mace. Reset. The mace sprouts wings and flies away. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> See you, Melandril. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, come back! <laughs> <laughs> he holds it in front of him, cracks his neck, looks Drogar straight in the eyes, and he starts to go full Asimar. His like, eyes of, go white and he radiates. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, instead yeah. of the energy flowing out of his back, he shoots it through his hands into the mace to see what happens. Roll me. Hey. Oh, <laughs> Wisdom. Wisdom check. Uh, oh, no, wait. Charisma. Ooh. Okay. So just add your charisma modifier. Roman, ASMR check at mace. Um, mace it, mar check. It is a 13. 
13, you say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so you do so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's, it's all it's part of the process. Awesome. <laughs> it's all part of the process. I love it. Uh, you do so. You channel your you you draw energies from the sort of the your uh, channeling them through your 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 uh, uh, cosmic blood uh, and uh, eschewing. Uh, the power which normally channels through your body, so right, trying to trying to de- deflect it and 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 chart its course through your body into this uh, mace, which responds to your chest. Um. <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> roll me another. Uh, roll me another one. Another oh. Christmas. Uh, I'm gonna go with Drogar's dice. Ooh. One. A tro- big daddy dragon dice? A drogue die. Ooh, yes! Ooh, big daddy dragon. Paladin dice. Oh, fuck. What is this? I just had your charisma. Oh, no, it's a four. Oh, as you were hyping. No! As you were. As you were hyping up the die, I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. Wait, 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 wait. As I see. <laughs> as I see you, like, going full Asimar. Uh-huh. And like channeling energy in. Can you give me a finish? Yeah. Drogar's <laughs> eyes go pitch white and he puts his hands around your hands and is going to expend his channel divinities to put his light energy with yours into the mace. That's, that's like more than a light bulb. That's a All right. lot. Yeah, t- okay, roll in. Don't Adding fuck your- this up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 18. Hey, okay. Bitch, I'm trying! Put up or shut up, Trevi Cakes. Put up or shut up, Trevi Cakes! Oh, Trevi Cakes. Okay. So you two have come a long way. It's, uh, you know, you come from very different places, though you both serve the same power, more or less. And it, and it, being these beings of light and sharing this moment where one power is expelled into another, you, the air grows, uh, the air grows charged around you and actually all of you in the room turn your heads and you can't help but notice this sort of magnetic electricity that seems to tingle in the air, right? And for a moment, both of you hear this sort of chime echo out from, from, the, uh, from the head of uh, Volandril. And you both get a sense of uh, calm warmth spread from your connected hands on the base of the weapon and kind of spread through your bodies as you feel this link established between you. Drogar, when Callister has his wings out, you get plus one to attacks with Volandro. Oh, shit! Callister, when Drogar 
has his spiritual weapon summoned, you get plus one to attacks with your dagger. <gasps> oh, shit! Oh, <laughs> And so I think like as like as soon as that bond is filled, like like we feel the energy and like there's if you just see like anybody who sees it, it would look like you know, it just looks like this radiating light coming out of the head of Valandro, and then both you and I are like in Super Saiyan form, just like, <laughs> it's like a current, like the energy is just like, the hair is like flying out and like your hood's like flapping and like my robes are flying back and like, and Artemis is like, what the fuck? Yeah. And we're just, we're just like, you know, and then it just. Wait, can I ask the DM before it ends? Yeah, sure. What is the dagger doing? Uh, you get its attention. Oh. <laughs> It like floats. Oh, that's all I say. Wow. Like, <sighs> I imagine though, like in the energy of all this, though, that like the dagger somehow like, you know, because it does that spinning thing, like that you've said before, that it like moves. Like maybe it starts like circling the head of the mace. Like the two of and them are intertwined. You know. And so the dagger's tricky. Yeah. The dra- dagger's tricky because it has rules that we're sorting out. So if. And it's very finicky with me. So if it doesn't come out and it just gives me a nod, that's like, like those things are up. Those mm-hmm. things are up to Trevor. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, and you reach uh, support level C. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and then I think like we, I think it like it dies down and it's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was nifty. Yeah. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I think Drogar, like, you know, kind of has this soft, gentle look on, on his face, and he goes, My dear friend, when the darkness envelops you, I will be your bastion. My friend, <clears throat> when something tries to snuff out your lot, I'll be your matches. And I think they just do a solid Arnold Schwarzenegger from you Predator. Son of a bitch! <laughs> uh oh, new ship unlocked. Better <laughs> down! The Critical Fail DM Strodcast features Dan Eisen as Callister, Ned Price Iannacone as Drogar, Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Divine Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. The podcast is edited and designed by Dan Eisen. Curse of Strahd and its original characters are the creative property of Wizards of the Coast. To tide you over between episodes, check us out on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Etsy, and Twitter at CriticalFailDM. That's Critical F-A-Y-L-E-D-M. Our patrons are even better for my health than a long rest. Folks like DJ Ingram, Sam Baker, Finley Flower, CJ Maburn, and Allegra Fortin. 
If you like what we do here and want to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com slash criticalfaildm and subscribe starting at just $5 a month. Or check out our merch on our Etsy store. If you aren't quite ready to support us financially, that's okay. Rating and leaving a review on our Apple podcast, subscribing to our YouTube, or following us on Twitch are all great ways to help us out. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage. <laughs>